Oh, oh it's the raging Cajun. Speaking of adding yeah. two things, <laughs> it's about time. I made it. It's about damn time. So, did you fight somebody <laughs> on the night shift to get moved back to days, or what happened? Well, the truth is, uh, we didn't give our best effort because we hated that job. So they started using another company, and I was like, "Damn, the luck." <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking back, ladies and gents. Hell He's yeah. back. I was so excited. Hell yeah. yeah. You uh you've been keeping up on this season so far? Yeah, yeah, I've been watching. I've been uh yeah, I've been keeping up, but I've been like watching it while I drive. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness, that's not good. Well, so are I mean, you listening parked, to it? While I'm parked. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't drink oh, and drive, okay. ladies and gents. He parks and sips. Yeah. <laughs> I take that back. He does not do that. <laughs> I was going to say, that's terrible. <laughs> I challenge and drive. Challenge and drive. Yeah. <laughs> I want to ask what you drive for, but I feel like maybe you shouldn't say now. <laughs> uh, just, just a work truck. That's all. Just okay. a work truck. Yeah, it's no big deal. <laughs> they got money. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be fine. Yeah, they are. Right. Oh my god. Oh, I should have worn my challenge shirt instead of my Saints shirt. You god got time, go change. All right, I'm back. Josh yeah. did it last Josh week. Did it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he did. He oh. wore it the whole time. This pink one. <laughs> All right, hold on. I I need a I need a fan's opinion on this. And when I say fan, that felt really weird and awkward, but somebody that listens to us occasionally. Okay. Who's more high mind, Karina oh and Josh God, or me, that. me and Tony? <laughs> Dude, I don't want to answer this. It, it's okay. If That's it's because it's Rick and Tony. I, I will I will take the disappointment if it's not us. It's okay. <laughs> Nobody's feelings will be hurt. No. Okay, well, I am going to say Rick and Tony. That's fucking right. I want to say Karina and Josh. Yeah, I know you do, but thank you for it's being honest. It's because fucking Josh leaves me hanging every week. Yeah. It's, <laughs> if Josh was here more consecutively, like me and Tony get back, you guys would probably be known to have that. But uh, Yeah, we would. But it doesn't take away the fact that we still started it. So hmm. whatever. Yeah, but we finished it. That Ooh. doesn't matter. We still started it, and you guys stole our shit. Fucking, that was a breach of etiquette. He went no, we just hive minded, just hive minded, so that it was two and two, and then we got five, and now we're six. Sometimes when I'm listening, I say hive mind, yeah, like, <laughs> to me, right, to you guys. <laughs> All right, so I've started incorporating it in my like everyday life, like at work, and that's not necessarily a good thing because my <laughs> boss mind. will be saying something. I'll be like, hive mind. He's like, <laughs> what are you talking we about? Have like, good synergy. If you're hive mind, you immediately understand what that means. You don't even have to ask. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> See, I told you those shirts run like a schmedium, Corey. Yeah. Yeah. They I do. mean, but I wear a, I wear a medium, so I thought it'd be that's all nice. right. But you know what? You're just. Oh, looks good. There. You yeah. Go. Nice. There you go. You're going to the gym a lot. That's what's going on. You bulked yeah. up. Yeah. Dude, heck yeah. Exactly. As long as I'm not nipping, it's all right. I mean, I bulked up in a different way. It's, it's my winter body. It's to stay warm. Self-preservation. Exactly. You never know. I The Donner party happened 30 minutes from here. All right. You have to there be prepared. Damn. Covered wagons and shit. Right. I have no idea where we're going with this. I'm sorry, uh, Alexis. You came on a really bad end. Oregon. Bad, Oregon? Trail. The trail. Yeah. Did that Dang. game? That game. Fuck. All right. So shout out to the Oregon Trail, man. That shit was fire. Told me what dysentery was. Yeah. Did you ever play the Oregon Trail? They made a zombie version. No. 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 Oh, that's funny. exact same exact same setup. It's just zombies. 
I that's hilarious. I would play it. Like I almost I did. did. What was it? Uh, you know the Apple Arcade that they want you to pay however much a month for. Yeah. Like yep. I signed up for the free trial because they had like a new aged Oregon Trail. Not as good. No. no just give no. me the black and green characters. That's yeah. all I need. It's not the same. They try to do that all the time with like old school like computer games and stuff. And they'll try to like remake them into like phone game apps and shit. And I'm like, no, this is not the same like at all. Oh, someone's about to get a free plug except for Retro Bowl. You know what's cool, though, is. um, oh, <laughs> not, not Retro Bowl. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck me. Not whatever you were talking about. There goes our sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, go to fucking Olive Garden. When you're there, your family. Fast 10 comes out May 19th. Oh, my God. The day I listened that episode i was going to olive garden that Are day <laughs> i'm not kidding did you tell them we sent you <laughs> you know i should have and i should have like made some whole video on it but oh my god <laughs> next time next time yeah i will be back to receive your zero percent discount yeah they'll probably ask you to leave honestly <laughs> right you have to pay for guys. your breadsticks if you reference us <laughs> oh my it's, god it's funny at work they uh did like uh administrative day for some of the employees and they did olive garden wasn't it like the day after we released the episode or something i don't know whenever administrative day is yeah. so I think it was like it was a tuesday it was like the day after we released it like, i remember you calling me and you're like yeah, we laughed about it but like the whole time i just kept sitting there family that's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a I'm gonna knock another sponsorship down. For some reason, growing up, my dad hated Olive Garden. Like I've been to Olive Garden twice in my life. And anytime there's anything going on at a family event, he's like, I'm not going to Olive Garden. Olive Garden sucks. And, That's so right never went. And, then, and then my wife one day she's like, Let's go to Olive Garden. And we went there and at the end of it, she's like, Your dad might have been on to something. Yeah. <laughs> not that good. Dude, <laughs> the breadsticks, yeah. My yeah. husband Every single time I'm like, let's go to Olive Garden. He's like, can you just go to Olive Garden with your girlfriends? Because I want more than pasta. <laughs> and he feels the same way. He won't go. Yeah. I, I have an Italian wife. So I'm like, can you make Olive Garden? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're family. Can you microwave something for us? Do you have an Olive Garden? <laughs> we have a garden and we have olives. Yeah. There you go. So they're yeah. bingo bongo. And your family. Yeah, we're family. We're family bingo. So it, it, it works. You've been franchised. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> We've got three up and coming. <laughs> Let that one marinate. You guys will get it eventually. So. Oh my God. So I'm going to be honest. This episode was kind of boring. It was it, here. I felt like it was very up and down because there wasn't a lot that happened. But the things that did happen were it's still very important to the storyline and to moving it forward. I feel like, you know, but it wasn't like an exciting episode where like crazy shit happened. You know, there was just pretty much it, like it was. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say it was the filler episode. Like it's the, it's the yeah. episode where once again, here's all of the alliances. Let us show you a graphic. And that <laughs> way we'll know what's going to happen for the next like three episodes is it's all going to be based on these alliances. Is it just me or is it kind of feel like a foregone co conclusion on like who's going to be in the final already? I've, I don't know. Like, I, I, would, I'm, I just want to say I'm a little bummed because last week when we or was it last week or the week before? I think it was when we made our final I, our final four picks. It was either last week or it was the week before we, when we had Sarah and Jay on um, from Final Alliance. But 
we picked our final four teams and one of mine was Durrell and Kiki. And, and so now I'm a little bit bummed. Um, so I can't stick with that. Yeah. Top four. <laughs> but I don't know. I just feel like, honestly, I feel like the top three are pretty set in stone as far as like Tori, Danny, Sarah, Theo, Jordan, Kaz. Yeah. But I feel like it's a toss up between Yes, Emily and Casey Troy. Like either one of them could make it, in my opinion. I will continue to say my money is on Casey Troy. I've been riding this train since. Well, I've been riding the Troy train since the beginning. And TT switched switched uh, partners halfway through. But yeah, I was really excited when Troy and Casey got paired up because I did watch his season and I feel like they make a good team. But I wish one of them was like a foot taller than the other. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just so they'd have like that. Yeah. So extra. I didn't see Troy on on Australia, but I do really like him from what I've seen this season. Mm-hmm. I enjoy him. I'd love to see him back. And maybe it's just me, but I feel like this might be Casey's like best season as far as like confessionals and like showing her game and her personality. Like, yeah. I feel like we've gotten more out of her this season than we have other than maybe Total Madness. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I don't yeah. I don't remember a lot from Total Madness. Sarah said it, too. Yeah. Sarah said it like she's this season has done more for her liking Casey than any other season or possibly even all the seasons combined. Not that she disliked Casey, but we didn't get a lot of her. It seems like ever since she's been partnered with Troy, they've really pushed like they've shown us more of her actual. I feel like her actual self where she's like goofing around and everything else. They always, she's always so like stoic in the edit otherwise. And I don't know if that's to contrast Nani or. (laughs) That's her whole storyline. That's her whole storyline when she's with Nani is her Nani. That's the whole storyline, the whole season. Yeah. 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 And I I appreciate that we're getting to see Casey now. Yes. And that's a good point too. Like majority of the time that Casey's been on the challenge she's been involved with like Nani in one way or the other. Whereas this season, like she's kind of alone. Like she doesn't even really, she doesn't have Fessy. She doesn't have Josh. She doesn't have Nani. Yeah. I was going to say Josh, which all of those people have really strong personalities that for sure overshadow her. Right. All of her time on screen. Probably. Yeah. I was going to say, just backtrack a little bit. Uh, Rick, you don't have to watch all of Australia. I don't know if it's the second to last episode or third to last episode, because if they do two episodes per final, I don't remember. But the last elimination with Troy. And Conrad. Yeah, it's a pole wrestle, but it's like the little ball of death thing that Amber did. Oh, and yeah. And Troy yeah. gets the absolute dog shit beat out of him. But obviously, you know, he wins. And then after, like, he's beat the shit. And they say, all right, now you'll start the final. Fuck. <laughs> right then. They yeah. don't go home. They're in the zone. Yeah. And then he's like, they're just like, cool. So final now. And they had to do the number puzzle that bananas and Nani were struggling with where they had to fit it all on that. They had to do that puzzle immediately following that elimination in order to go to sleep that night. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's gnarly dude. I gained so much respect. I already liked Troy, but in that, that elimination dude, like he got the shit beat out of him and won. Wow. It, from what I've read about it and heard you guys talking, especially Tony, cause Tony's, uh, you know, obviously a big fan of Troy, but is it sounds like Derek versus Joss, except Troy obviously got the win. Doesn't sound like it was kind of Derek's way of getting the win, which was just Joss making a fucking mistake. Right. Yep. That's accurate. Yeah. 
okay he well. hung on and just like he he got his licks in where he could and yeah. then he also just like kind of waited it out but was still absolutely engaged the whole time conrad was a huge dude and yeah he's a big guy troy got the win mm-hmm. i like it i like it well oh, yeah should we just hop into this uh yeah i mean i'm i'm ready to get going on the recap yeah. if you guys are unless you guys have anything else you want to add that's not related real- to the recap wait can i say something real quick yes yeah. absolutely. While we were talking about troy today i was listening around and i heard something that surprised me about troy <laughs> that, that he's kind of a trash talker oh, oh i believe really? it i can totally uh, yeah. see that i mean they just he seems like the nicest guy ever but now that I've heard it, I can see that, but I just you don't see it on edit at all. Oh my gosh, that's well. Nice. Actually, this last episode, I feel like you did. There was an interaction with him and Darrell, but before that, but yeah, apparently he's a little trash talker. I was surprised. Huh, but good for that's him. Interesting. He deserves to be <laughs> right. Like I'm surprised, but I'm not because he's such a nice guy. Like I feel like he would have to. There's got to be something about him. The way he gets his yeah. like yeah his. Uh, edge on people because he's a heckler. Yeah, <laughs> he's like Tim Duncan, just the beast. But he's just low key talking shit. Yeah, but it's not like mean talking shit like Kevin Garnett. It's more like that was a nice shot, just like those really <laughs> low key jabs. But um, I wanted to ask you this totally off subject, Corey, because I know I'll get a non biased report from you. What do you think of Bijan Robinson? I don't like the Falcons getting better in any way. Like, okay, that's all I you have to say. That. I'm not a <laughs> fan. But I know I'm going to get an unbiased report from you over anything, so I appreciate that. Yeah, I don't like y'all had a thousand yard rusher last year as a rookie, and they're like, oh, well, we'll just add another one because we don't trust the Sean Ritter, <laughs> but we'll just keep running it. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm not a fan. That's fair. I look forward <laughs> to the matchups this year and continuing our shit talking. Uh, I wish you guys the best of luck as long as you lose two games and those are against us. <laughs> So fair. respectable. I yeah. commend it. Yeah. We still we're still against the Bucks and the Panthers, even though they're gonna be shit this year. Yeah, dude. It's always it's always been the Falcons. Like I can't make other Panthers and Bucks fans understand. It's just always been the Falcons. Like that's just what it is. It's yeah. just yeah, that's fair. Y'all are side pieces. We don't care about y'all that much. Y'all are there twice a year. It's it's almost like those two rookies you get every year in the challenge that you'll never see again. And they're always the first two eliminated. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's kind of what it feels like. So I'm glad I circled that back so we can get into this intro. <laughs> yeah. You guys ready? I'm so ready. All right. How many takes do you think it's going to take over under two, three? Ooh, you guys smart move. Alexis not answering. I appreciate that. <laughs> Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us at the Challenge Fandom Podcast. We've got another episode of the Trash Talk Roundtable where we're going to be discussing the Challenge World Championship Global blah, 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 whatever. Um, (laughs) It's episode 10, A Cruel, Cruel World. That's kind of actually not fun to say, I'm going to say. This was a cruel episode. I just have that once, you know, it's a mad world just playing over in my head now. Mm. I'm about, but that doesn't make sense. Anyways, let's get these introductions out the way. Got myself, Ricky Hayes. I don't know why I just hit myself in the chest. Uh, <laughs> I've got my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes. We've got Tony, Stats, and Info fucking Lance. Yes, that's two people. And of course, back from his sabbatical. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he was doing, but he's back. He fought someone on the night shift to get back on the day shift so he could be back here. Corey, the Raging Cajun Viator. Oh, yeah. 
And then returning for her second time, we're very, very happy to have her join us again. We've got Alexis. Alexis, thank you for hopping on with Yay. us. Yeah, thanks. Glad I could be here since I missed last week. Oh, no. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm glad you're here this week. It's better. But what did you think of this episode? Um, I agree. It was a little boring, mm, but yeah. it was important. And I mean, there were still some some big things that happened. So I feel like like a B. Yeah, it, I like that. that's what I said. I feel like <laughs> it, it was, you know, end game setup. That's all it was. Just yeah. here's a little bit of prep for you guys. Right. With that being said, I mean, it wasn't anything super crazy. I did enjoy the daily more than last week. Um, uh, yeah, I did. Actually, yeah. I enjoyed it a little more. Um, last week was just so odd. The elimination was weird, but funny. So I'm giving that one a good go. We'll talk more about that here in a bit. But let's oh go ahead God. and hop into this intro. Um, it starts off with, it, it look, I think it was Sarah, it's, Emily, Danny. Uh, it was Sarah, Emily, and yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, and in the bedroom. Yeah, I don't think Danny was there. He might have been Is there. Is this the one key. about strategy versus emotion? No, no, this was just about right, the very first scene right out the gate when sh- they were just sitting there talking about how, the deal that they made last week that they right. don't intend on holding up to. You know what? They're not going to hold up their word. I know. <laughs> Insane. It's fucking wild. I can't believe that's this. a lack of honor right there. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> fucking strategy. Oh, my Fuck. God. <laughs> we're going to talk some shit. It's the only thing that separates them. Look, this whole. They're playing the same goddamn game. This whole. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and this whole. First of all, in this next part that pretty much ties back into this part, because this whole intro scene, very short. And it was there wasn't a lot that happened in it. But I just want to take the moment to point this out, because this happened numerous times throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. But it kicked off right in that opening scene. And just immediately I was like, mm. So there's a scene where Emily's talking and she's talking about how she has trouble trusting her country because Troy stabbed her in the back. And it does the flashback of, you know, Troy and Bamber voting for he or I'm sorry, voting for yes. And Emily and, you know, whatever. But my thing is, is it's like you took the first shot like episode one, like episode one, Emily shot at Kiki right out the gate. And the problem is she probably just doesn't know that everybody knows about that. But how can you be upset about there being trust issues within your country when you were literally the one who took the first shot? And she says it later in the episode. She's like, Troy shot at me first. So now I'm just shooting back. And it's like, no, no, you started shooting at Australia right out the gate because you wanted to be fucking besties with Sarah. I don't know. It just irritated me right out the gate. Technically, Kiki shot first because she took Emily out of Australia. Uh, yeah, but that's not. Won. That's she's not. just sour because they that's won exactly and she why didn't. She's sour. Yeah. Exactly. And, oh, I'm fully aware. And Ugh. I don't know why, but she thinks she has a better chance in a final against Sarah and Theo, Danny and Tori, and whoever else comes along than she would against Kiki and Darrell and Troy and Casey. So weird. I mean, because yes is solid. I think that's that's really one of the most solid partners you can have in a final. Oh, yeah, but, absolutely. You know. what, wasn't she a uh, Tony, if I'm remember, remembering correctly, wasn't she very anti Kiki on her season? Yeah. 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 He did not like Kiki well for her. Start. Yeah. <laughs> she went out halfway through the game. Yeah. Kind of like yeah. I like I don't dis I don't dislike Emily, 
my issue is that she's gunning for people that I really like. Mm. I liked Emily in Australia. I was sad that she went home, but I also kind of liked that Kiki sent her home because it was like karma. But then when they came back in, it almost seemed because so UK had first and second place go forward to worlds and then USA like first and second and then fairly notable people from the game. Argentina was sort of a mixed bag, but then with Australia, it almost seemed like they brought the winners in and then they brought the two people that were like against them. Mm, they almost yeah. brought their own protagonists and antagonists as a team of four. And they were only like rah, rah, sis, boom, bah for the first 10 minutes when they walked yeah. from the car to the stadium. <laughs> and then they were like, nope, done. Just kidding. I wish they would have done that with the U.S. squad. That would have been so great. Yeah. You know, bring Danny, Sarah, and then Tyson Angela. Well, I'm sure Tyson said no. And or, Angela said and no. Angela but absolutely times. said no. I'm yeah. just saying it would have been so good. So, so good. Um, so we go from this scene pretty much right into the daily. And first off, it really bothers me that they call it points break instead of just point break. Yeah. Like, like what the fuck, bro? Just call it get <laughs> rich or die trying at this point. They would have had to pay for point break, dude. They'd have to pay for copyright. They could have put a hyphen between it. It's no fucking big deal. The little hand says it's time to rock and roll. Yeah, come on, man. But anyways, with this one, uh, it's going to take 60% endurance, 20% teamwork, <laughs> and 20% logic to be tethered to your partner. My God. Swim out to six different floating little docks that have puzzle pieces with a color that you have to sp- pick your specific color, bring it back individually one at a time. And then you have to assemble a puzzle. And once you assemble that puzzle, you can go open this question box and then you have to answer a question about the puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. You, that's but you only get it. you only get oh, three tries. Three tries. Yeah. So yeah. don't they fuck missed up. a percentage, though. Well, uh, it was 2% color theory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We caught that later. Uh-huh. Yeah. 80% having an olympic swimmer attached to you i don't know like i don't know yeah, it seemed like a dead weight yeah. the whole time just i also just like just to just to point out jordan was on her ass yeah he had a good strategy yeah but she already explained that so what he already explained that i don't care what she explained what was her explanation yeah what the fuck expl- that, uh jordan was riding her wake or whatever so that he didn't have to swim as hard oh, oh he was drafting yeah i don't care about her yeah except he swam a whole extra fucking lap yeah <laughs> not intentionally it wasn't like i'm gonna show this person up i'm gonna take somebody else's puzzle piece and then do an he extra sure lap. told her it was it doesn't matter yeah. <laughs> like it's still he did an extra lap and still did it. it just shows that even though she's an olympic swimmer when you have a partner that's just fucking floating like a buoy behind you and you have to pull it along it makes you slow does that make him yes buoy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Tony, how long are you waiting for that opening? I don't know, but it just happened and I had to go for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you committed on that, sir. Full send. Tony's my vote for MVP. <laughs> yep. Yep. Line of the week. <laughs> um no, look, all all jokes and all like personal feelings and biases aside. Emily fucking killed that because yeah, yeah like you said, yeah. like yes, didn't really seem like 
He was assisting much in. He was trying. <laughs> he was trying. Not not to say that he wasn't trying because he absolutely was. No. Um, but it, it more seemed like she was just pulling him. You know, so major props to her for that, because that's still impressive, no matter whether I like her on this game or not. And I also want to give major props to to Kiki. Like, yeah. this girl is literally having like asthma attacks out in the water and she comes up and while Darrell's like tossing the puzzle piece down, whatever, she just hits that inhaler real quick and gets her ass back out in the water like she that woman has no quit in her whatsoever. And I am I I love Kiki so much oh my god i love her so much so i want to give her major props. i love that she called an inhaler an asthma puffer yeah (laughs) (laughs) sorry for people not watching this as always but she's so cute i love her i mean look honestly if i had to choose one person like in as much as i really like troy and i like some of the other you know mvps I think Kiki's the one I would want to see like moving forward, like consistently. She's my, she's my favorite for sure. Yeah. Like, and her partnership with Darrell is phenomenal because their confessionals oh, they're are great. just yeah. chef's even, kiss. Even just her confessionals by herself. Oh, yeah. Like, she's funny. She's, you know, she's witty. She's very smart, you know, and I just, I love her delivery and her, and her confessionals. So I'm just, I'm super here for Kiki. I love her. Yeah. She was a great partner for Darrell. Yeah, yeah. she complimented him so well. And she like, I feel like she gave him confidence in situations like when they were, I forget what they were doing in the daily, but they were high up in the air. And yeah, she, I feel like gave him the confidence to where he didn't even second guess himself. Right. At least we didn't see that happen. Yeah. Yeah. For the trivia one or whatever. No, they're, they are. Yeah. Yeah, They are top notch partners for sure. They work so well together. Like you said. This and I think Kiki and really got an assist though with Jordan grabbing their fucking piece mm. and swimming it all the way in. Like yeah. that helped them out yeah. a lot. It um, did. But uh, I have a question. Okay. Is Darrell and Kiki to blame for not doing that trip for Jordan? No. no. Fuck okay. no. That's... I agree. Sorry, do you want me to think about it? Hold on. No. I, <laughs> I do not think so. I yeah. realize I came on very strong there. I love it. But no. I like that he asked. Yeah. So we got one of yours. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> I was just like, uh... cool. I'll grab it from your bucket and put it in mine. Appreciate the heads yeah, up. The, the one from way in the back, all the way back there. That was yeah. it. Yeah, right? that was one. <laughs> no, fuck no. no. Yeah. Like, I agree. I, I just, I saw some people like they weren't upset about it, but I did see some people like kind of pointed out like that's kind of fucked up, but. At the same time, no, like, it's not, it, not Darrell's fault. No, you know? I mean, but, you know, vets play with honor. <laughs> if well, you kick some... the ball into your own net, the other team gets a point. Tony with the sports reference. Boom. Fire. What the fuck? <laughs> Two for Tony. <laughs> or like one for Tony stats and the other for info Lance. We're one and one. We're tied. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I'm Rick is in shock yeah, right now. Jesus. Christ. It's because I watched Ted Lasso. It doesn't have anything to do with the fact that I know sports. I was going to say Green Street Hooligans, but good call. Um, I have also watched Green Street Hooligans several times. I like how fucking Jordan look like as much as Jordan has grown in the heat of the moment. He is still Jordan. He's a dick. Uh, Yeah. Love him to death. But Jesus Christ. Or not, Kiki, I'm sorry. Like, Kaz was like, I need a life jacket. Do you really fucking need a life jacket? All right, we'll fucking get one. And they start walking. Right, do you need you it? Put it on while we're walking. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It was just like, 
bro chill <laughs> chill yeah i feel like you we definitely saw like i mean in the past couple of episodes we've seen some uh degressing from jordan yeah and tori a little bit just yeah. showing some things that like now we know they see that they're working on <laughs> right yeah. yeah i mean i've had that exact interaction with malcolm my two and a half year old <laughs> when he's like no i absolutely need this dinosaur or we cannot leave the house cool where is it i don't know <laughs> yeah is this the dinosaur that's definitely not the dinosaur that i need i need the other one that you can't find cool uh it's in the car well it's not in the car but i'll go and i'll have the meltdown when I get there. <laughs> but Jordan was just about to be like, look, I'm not going to let you die out there because we'll get less plays. Yeah. 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 Come on. <laughs> he would literally just say, just crawl on my back. I'll do the rest. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, but that was also before his mistake. It was. Yeah. Yes. It was. So like he was getting annoyed with her for wanting to put the life jacket on, but quickly things turned. They oh, did. Yeah. Kaz being excited about him being wrong yeah. was hilarious. It was so like, good. Despite, does not matter that she was inconvenienced by the fact. She was just giddy that Jordan screwed up. That it was yeah. his fault. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And when he admitted it in the confessional, like the look on her face was just, oh my God, it was so priceless. <laughs> she I made mean, him say it a second time. I was like, yes, Kaz, yes. I know we'll get to this at the end, but my MVP is Kaz for that exact reason, because <laughs> I know that probably very difficult to get him to say I was wrong. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, and here's my thing is like their confessional time this week, like dual confessional was insane, like compared to anybody else's that we've seen all season. And I know it's obviously edited, but the fact that they showed Kaz getting up and walking out as Jordan's telling Hell the yeah. story about, you know, yeah. like him going in against bananas. Anyways, yeah, we'll get more into yeah, that we'll here get into in a that bit. Later, but yeah. look, my as much as Jordan having to swim an extra lap to catch up and still gets there right behind Emily. And yes, like they're not that far behind. The best moment of this whole day leaf to me was it was just a split second is Kiki sitting there watching them and Darrell jumps in and she just gets fucking <laughs> slingshotted in. I fucking died. Looked like a cartoon. <laughs> I had to rewind it because I missed it the first time and she was just like, <laughs> like Yeah, just the whole sound she made like <laughs> I was like, oh, that was a big one right there. Oh my god, it was so good. So, so, uh, I also appreciated Casey when they came, one of the rounds where they came back up and threw the puzzle piece in the bucket. She goes, Good thing I'm an Olympic swimmer. Yeah. <laughs> I just I I enjoyed uh, the Jordan and Cass thing, but then it's like I felt like Cass was giving it her all, and then they go over to Sarah and Theo, and Theo's just like in a lazy river. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro. <laughs> like <laughs> Sarah's like trying to pull him, but he's so big. We say it all the time, but like, why can't you swim? And you've been you're going on the challenge. Like I. I really like Theo. He's one of my favorite players. I know we haven't gotten a lot of yeah. his screen time like we have previous seasons. You still see the flashes that we that we get normally when he's on. Mm -hmm. And but with that being said, like, bro, I see you on Instagram posting like you're at a swimming pool all the time. <laughs> yeah, seriously, swim, though. bro, like <laughs> get in the water and swim, man. Anyways, mm -hmm. yeah, Emily and yes, get to shore first. Obviously, she's a fucking Olympic swimmer for the 300th time. Mm -hmm. Probably hear it 12 more times next episode because <laughs> they're in the water again. 
but I feel like they're there. Maybe I don't know how much time they haven't figured it's, out the it's puzzle hard to yet. Say. Yeah, they're still working on the puzzle when, when when Jordan and Kaz get there. Did you see Kaz though when they start putting the puzzle together? Like Jordan's already working on it, and Kaz is just leaning there holding the puzzle, like <gasps> yeah, just dying, <laughs> just dying. You but know. shouts to her for keeping up oh, with Jordan. Oh, she fucking hauled ass. Yeah, because obviously, like Jordan's one of those where like you you got to keep up or you're going to get screamed at. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you didn't even hear him say anything to her like he did to Anissa last season. So, yeah. you know, she was moving, keeping up to his liking, at least with yeah, exactly. the life jacket on and everything. Yeah. yeah. So Emily and yes have a good enough lead that they're able to get the get to the question box first. They answer twice incorrectly. Jordan and Kaz answer twice incorrectly. Emily and Yes called check, and right as they called check, Jordan and Kaz called check. It's literally like a split second yeah. apart from each other, and They're- Emily and Yes get checked first, and obviously it's correct. They win, and then Jordan and Kaz get checked, and they were also right. And <laughs> Cue the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me angry. Fuck. Oh, my God. Yeah, he lost his shit. Like, he was so pissed. But... Again, even though like they lost, they not that they lost, but they didn't, you know, come in first place. And even though he was so upset and so angry, again, major props to Jordan and Kaz because they had to do an extra lap and still beat everybody back to the platform. Everybody except yes and Emily back to the platform. And they still came in second, literally a one second behind first place. Maybe even less than a second, you know what I mean? Like, but literally. So that's that's awesome, in my opinion. And that's something that they should be proud of. And I know that it sucks to, you know, not win. But that was a that was bad ass. It really was. And here's my thing. I think he got so angry and pissed off at the end was because he knows he's the reason they lost yeah. because of that mistake. If it oh, would have yeah. been Kaz who made that mistake, I don't think he has that reaction. I, I, think I agree. He's more like shit happens. We did our best. Yeah, I think that was personal anger. Definitely. Yeah. I don't think that was directed for Kaz. But yeah, so obviously Emily and yes, win. Jordan Kaz second. And then uh, I forget the exact order, but it's yeah. like everybody. Sarah, just- Theo, Danny, Tori, Casey, Troy, and then. Uh, Darrell and Kiki come in last, yeah. so they're going automatically in. I don't remember where I heard it from, so I can't give you guys a source if it's accurate or not. But I heard that what ended up happening was when Sarah and Theo got on shore, Emily and Yes, well, probably told Emily them the told them the answer, and then Tori and Danny were also told. told I could tell that Jordan, Tori. but yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so that pretty much wraps up the daily. It was. I liked it better than jumping from one truck to another truck and then driving a fucking <laughs> side by side down a straightaway. Oh my right. god! So you, th- you think this was the sickest daily ever? No, you're saying uh, no. I don't even think it was the sickest daily in the last three episodes. <laughs> but it was a more interesting one to watch. Yeah, it definitely was. Yeah. Um, but really, the bulk of this episode and where stuff really starts kind of happening is when they get back to the house after you know the daily yeah and it kind of gets right into obviously the the fake celebration like oh we're so happy that you won Mm. kiki calls that shit out right away (laughs) oh no that was her at the beginning of this episode wasn't it yeah it was at the beginning it was when they came back and then troy and uh troy and darrell were talking about bacon 
That's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I got that mixed up. Those two house entrance celebrations. But I mean, it still applies. That shit is not genuine at all. No. Well, I don't think it ever is. No. Apparently the bacon was, though. I did ask. I asked Troy about the bacon. Was well, that your burning question? Yeah. I messed because Sarah asked. I watched it the first time and I was like, it's weird that that's there. Like that it's not explained. Just there. A random conversation. Yeah. And then yeah. when I watched it tonight with Sarah, she asked the same question. And I was like, fuck it. I'll just I'll just send Troy a message and see if he responds. And I was just like, can you send, shed some light on the bacon situation? And apparently after every elimination, Darrell would make bacon. And then <laughs> because Darrell went into elimination, Troy, he came back and Troy was like, so where's the bacon? Mm. And then that was the whole back and forth of he was like, well, at this point, he's like, you should be making me the bacon. Because he was the one who went into elimination. So Troy made him the bacon. That's very sweet that Troy made him the bacon. Anyway, so, sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to jump us all the way back. I, I got those two sorry. parts mixed up, but. No, 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 it's fine. Um, one thing I kind of want to say, and because I know I give, sometimes I give Darrell a hard time. Mm-hmm. The more I watch him, the more I actually really do enjoy him in the house. He just seems truly genuine in a lot of his interactions. Yeah. and. Yes. Like, he's funny as shit. And maybe it's because I'm yeah. Like, hilarious. Yeah, like, maybe because we're, like, in the same age demographic, like, roughly. Yeah. I don't know. But, I don't know. like, I'm okay with him being casted. And even if he doesn't win, I hope he does for his sake. But Right. Yeah, I feel yeah. like Darrell on CBS is different than Darrell on MTV. When you can hear his humor and you can hear him saying, like, badass and stuff. Yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. His like true the, colors can shine here. The yes. whole, like, interaction about the pear shape last week was fucking was amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I don't even think we talked about that last week. It, it was like a brief mention. Yeah. Darrell's is also that puts a nostalgia with the challenge. Right. Like, yeah. He's the O-O-O-O-G. The and triple OG. Forever. Yeah, yeah. He's just that's he just makes you when you think of the challenge, you think Darrell. Yeah. I mean a bunch of others as well, but right. Well, no, that's actually facts because when I first met Karina and I've told the story, like, you know, she was watching the challenge and I asked her and she's like, Oh, it's a challenge. I was like, Oh shit, you mean like the one with like Veronica and Darrell? And this was like during Rivals Three, and she's like, Yeah, that's them, but they haven't been on in like 10 years or whatever. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll watch it. But <laughs> yeah, so I will say, though, all cards on the table worlds has given me so much more, not necessarily respect, but so much more admiration for the OG vets. So like your Jody and Kellyanne and yes, and Darrell, and it's a better edit for Casey. The thing that and like I, obviously I love the MVPs that they brought on. My biggest issue is that I'm finding it really hard to root for the people that I normally root for on flagship. Oh, my God. Same. Like, I I love these people. I've watched these people for season upon season, but I'm finding it really hard this season to root for the people I normally do because I'm like, I really like the MVPs and I like what they're trying to do. And I like how they're doing things. And I really like the OG vets who aren't really considered part of the legends as far as any sort of plan goes or the very nice ally graphic. But I, yeah, I'm finding it hard. (laughs) It's a very conflicting season. I agree, actually. I have it written in my notes that although I side with like Corey and Jordan and Casey, I was actually kind of excited that Emily and Yes won because it like throws a wrench into everything. And it's just like, ha, just like, they're not getting their way, even though 
I still like want them to win. <laughs> right. <laughs> So here, here's my thing. And, and, you know, obviously, you know, coming back from the daily, the house scene starts off with Danny, Sarah and Emily sitting, talking about how, you know, they're playing a strategic like game and the legends aren't. And again, I, I just, I don't see the difference between Tori, Jordan, Casey and Danny, Sarah, Emily. I don't see the difference in what they're all trying to do. Like they're literally playing the exact same game. It's just not with the same people. And I just, I don't, I just, I don't know. And I'm, I'm also struggling with things because I really, I got to think about how I want to say this because I don't want it to come off the wrong way. I really, really wanted to enjoy Danny and Tori as a team and Danny's game and all of that. And I'm just like, I'm not because of moments like this where, you know, he's standing there and he's like, you know, you know, Tori wants to go with both of her friends. Like, I don't care. I don't care what your plan is to go to the final. I don't care about that. And it's like, but you're also trying to go with two of your friends. You're literally doing the exact same thing. And I just, I don't, I just, I just, I don't get it. Like, like I get you don't want to go with these people you want to go with your people but it's still the same exact fucking thing like I just I don't know so it is it is but I feel like Danny mentioned something that makes him and Tori their gameplay different and it's that Tori is willing to risk herself to avoid sending in her friends whereas Danny is not gonna do that and here's where here's where my separation also comes I I 100% agree with you there on uh, with Danny. I feel like if it came down to it, Danny would throw Sarah or Emily under the fucking bus. But I don't understand why he's not more concerned with Emily and yes, because if it ever came down to that decision, Emily's going to pick Sarah 100 times over you, 100 times. You know what I mean? And so it's like, I just, I don't understand the dynamic there. And obviously we're not being told the MVP story this season we're really like kind of being told the legend story and so i don't fully understand the dynamic between the three of them but i don't think that like i think that for danny he could say either one of their names but i don't think the other two of them can say the same thing can i interject? I, I don't know yeah, just real quick i what's rule number one of the challenge i, I know that and i'm not i'm not what's, saying but, but rule number one is don't you have, nominate yourself. You have to 900 go in. number one rules. But no, yes, no, no, no. This is number one. O- well, over you had a different else. number one last week. Well, just saying. Okay, well, this is 001. All right, zero, <laughs> zero, 001. No. Fucking I, point one in the index book of challenge rules. Don't nominate yourself. I 100% agree. And we're not talking about that right now. I'm just talking about. I just want to know what the fucking difference of the alliances is. Why is the, it. Okay, for you to have three, but not for Tori's alliance to have three. It makes no fucking sense. Because it's the same thing on both sides. It's just neither one's recognizing it, which is Danny feels safer with his three and Tori feels safer with her three. Right. And I totally Danny get doesn't want to run with her three. Tori doesn't want to run with his three. Right. And that's all it is. They're playing the same game. I it's know. just not together. I just wanted somebody to say it. That's all. They're playing the same end game. I do agree with Danny, though, that their group is looking at it strategically. They're looking at it from their perspective. Who do I have the best chance to run the final with? 
Tori and Jordan and to some extent Casey, but I've not really seen it from Casey, so I can't 100% comment on it, are these are my friends who I cannot say their name and I want to run the final with them. Earlier on in the episode, Tori said that Danny's got his alliance, she's got her alliance, and they need to come to, they need to become a unified force between the two alliances by basically removing somebody from the other person's alliance. So you can't be a unified force by taking out somebody else's alliance to better your own alliance. That's just bettering your game. So like from a, from a strategy standpoint, that's the, to me, that's the difference is Danny, Sarah, Emily are looking at it strategically. They feel like Rick said that they have a better chance of running the final with the people that they have in mind versus Tori, same thing. She feels better running the final against Casey and Jordan and their partners. However, she's looking at it emotionally as these are my friends and these are the people that I want to run the final with. Whereas Danny, Sarah, Emily are strategically these are the people I want to run the final with. But that's an, no, that's it's an assumption. That's a hundred percent an assumption on what Tori's thoughts are because she's ran with these people before. So she knows what it's like. It's not just, she's not just coming in blindly like, Oh, these right. are my bestie. Well, like I did. She, she did. She said, Casey's my best friend. Because and they are. My ex-fiance. So, because yeah. they are, but exactly. that doesn't mean that that's exact. That's, that's why I want to run with them. Like, no, there's more it to it. There's no, more but, to it. But you, can't you can't assume that. Hold on. But Tony, this is unhive mind. So you're saying Danny and Sarah aren't friends. They're acquaintances. I don't know how close they are outside of the game. No, they're not ex-fiance I'm, and bestie. I'm, I'm calling bias right now. 100%. I mean, they're friends. Let's be honest. They worked together last year. Mm-hmm. They're, they came into this game in the beginning working together. Emily and, and Sarah have said that they're friends and they're great friends and that they yeah, really like, like each other. Friends. I mean, it's the same thing. That's what I'm saying It's like there is no difference. Like you can call it what you want, strategic or not strategic. You're still trying to take your friends to the final. That's my argument. You're on taking it. you're trying to take people who you feel that you're best suited to run a final with. I will give you all day that Tori is making a fucking mistake. And so is Jordan by trying to say, I'm going to go into the game. But I won't agree at any point that their games are not the same. I didn't say that they're like they don't have they have the same outcome. They have the same end goal. They're going about it different ways as far as I can see from the edit. I just I just don't see how they're literally both sides are taking their friends. Well, let's let someone else get in on this. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome to our TED talk. Just when did Casey and Tori become BFFs? Did I miss That's, something? I, yeah, I've been missing that too. I don't know. Okay, okay so no they've ideas. been friends for a while. I was going to let you guys finish your, your duel. You're going to let us duke it out? But <laughs> I also just want to play devil's advocate and throw in that when Casey and Tori were in a final last, money was given to each other. So <laughs> if... You're saying she barred that friendship? Maybe not by, but... <laughs> The likelihood of potentially sharing money is a little bit higher. They do trips together, like all kinds of shit. Like there's, yeah, I'm not saying there's a friendship. We know about the vacation. Yeah, I'm not saying they're not friends, but on other seasons, they didn't seem like they were like ride or dies. I'm not even trying to quote last season, but this season it seems like we've been ride or dies forever since day one. You're my homie. I've had your back. Like I won't say your name. Is what it just all of a sudden feels like. 
well they took out all the filler people exactly so, like they took out nani they took out josh so Fessy and, when you yeah. take out all of those people yeah. you're left with tori and casey yeah but i get it i i didn't expect them to be bffs either but i see why they're so close on this season for sure yeah I, yeah out of like necessity too like sorry um one quick thing and then i will hand the mic over with survivor for example there's a like there's a rule that's a set rule that you can't share money like the person who wins wins and they're not they're not allowed to share money with the other competitors so like with Devin last season where he said like hopefully this is starting the tradition of like sharing money amongst the people who run the final well initially like when it first happened i thought that it was an absolute badass move and i really appreciated it as a viewer the more that I thought about it, the more that it becomes like you can then run the final with a group and it doesn't matter who crosses the finish line. You get a yeah. chunk of that winning. And I'm not saying that that's why they're doing it this way. That's just like that's just something that has it started to ruminate with me in regards to like how they pick who goes with them. That's how that's how Big Brother is. I think I think you can get kicked off. For like promising other people money and yeah. stuff if you win. I, I think I wish it's, more people knew that. Yeah. And I think you can really actually equate it to like for me, like tipping, right? Like, why are you yeah. tipping out your fucking your friends in the final? And I don't think that's their fault. I think it's no. I think it's production's fault. They should have guaranteed money for second and third. You can do fourth if you want. Maybe give them an Xbox three sixty or something. I don't know, but and a scooter. Yeah, and but I do think that that's a really that's a really valid question on if that's part of the reason that that they're so insistent. And I guess a bigger question is: let's say hypothetically, Danny and Tori run a final, and let's say Casey and Troy are there and Sarah and Theo are there and they finish second and third. Do you think Danny would want to share money? No. 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 And you know what I think what I think the difference is is because Danny is a parent. And when you're a parent, you do it for different reasons. Mm -hmm. So I mean, Tori obviously wants the money. They all obviously want the money, but Danny wants it for more than just what he wants. So he's 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 playing for three versus playing for one and that's not that's not discounting what Tori's playing for either and like I'm not saying that they're 100% like the reason that they're all trying to go to the final together is so they can split the money I'm just saying that that's something that I've noticed right I think that's fair and I think it could be either way obviously none of us really know and this isn't a question I don't think anyone would ever get an answer to anyways no but I think it's an interesting opinion and, and an interesting question but at the end of the day, like Karina was saying, too, I, I do think they are playing the same game. And, you know, it's to make it to the final with the people you're aligned with, you know, yeah. point blank. So from there, uh, we go into and what is it? Um, Jordan goes and talks to Casey about nominating himself and yeah. Kaz um, because he doesn't want Tori to have to choose between voting between voting for him or voting for Casey. And so he's like, I'll just tell her to vote for me. Kaz and I will go in and and we'll kill it. And then simultaneously, Tori is talking to Theo about wanting to nominate herself and uh, Danny so that she can save Jordan and Casey. 
And, uh, you know, Tori excuses this away by saying that, you know, they haven't performed very well and Danny's never done an elimination and you can't be a world champion without having won an elimination, which I mean, I see your point, but at the same time, like Danny's not going to go for this. Like that's a stupid shit ever. <laughs> yeah. And, and my thing is, is I don't think Tori intentionally meant it this way, but I just, I think it was an insensitive statement to make, you know, as far as like his yeah. championship, like you can't imply that because that's like a perfect season. You never go down to elimination and you fucking I don't think win. she was equating that to. No, I don't think she was. Either. She was equating it to this season. Yeah. And I get it. But and I don't think she meant anything by it. It was no. just kind of the way I was listening to it. Yeah. But you're right. Like, nobody's going to go for that shit. But I did like Theo talking about how it's Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Did he say oh Romeo or Romeo? The pictures. Yeah, mm-hmm. the pictures were so, oh my God. I'm pretty sure he said Romeo, but I have no clue. Yeah. I think he said Romeo. He probably did. I'm just going to assume he said Romeo for the, for the moment. I said Jormeo and Toriette in my head, and then he, I had to go back and make sure that he didn't say it. I was like, nope, he definitely didn't, because it's something that's really dumb. Yeah, but yeah, so then, you know, Tori goes and she talks to Danny, and she's trying to, like, hype him up to, like, volunteer for the elimination, and of course, Danny just looks at her like she's fucking stupid and that's the dumbest shit he's ever heard because it is <laughs> just the way he was no laying in bed season. what the way he was laying in bed just looking at just her like, look on his the face fuck are you saying are you sh- is this real life right now like like it was just you could see it processing i feel like the way she looked she she like really meant it yeah, yeah she meant yeah, it 100 percent I it, look, I love Tori to death, but it, she's this her game this season is messy, messy, messy. I it's, know it's not nice. I really wish that there was like another season in between where her and Jordan were not on the same season because it's it's still affecting plot. I wish there was just time because here's my thing. And, yeah. and, and, and I get the I get the trajectory of what's going on and why she's so like strong to this. And I feel like as time goes on, this will like the, the intensity will decrease and dissipate. Yeah. But you know, they came into 38, like not knowing where they are at all to kind of, they were going to be on the same season to kind of trying to rebuild something, maybe sort of kind of to just this absolute fucking bomb explosion, blow up, like hated each other for a while, but we're still kind of working together you know, and then somewhere in between there have developed this like friendship and have, you know, decided to move forward together as friends. But so they're still trying to like figure this out. And this like arc is happening on world championship. And I feel like if there was time in between where they could have developed that friendship or whatever off screen, like things could be a little bit different, but like everything's so intense right now because their their relationship is literally in in the middle of changing. And so everything is so intense, you know, they're both just like still trying to prove to each other that like, I care about you. Yes. Which I get. Yeah. But also like if anyone's going to understand that you can't take everyone to the final, which this might have been a foreshadow into the next episode. Anyone who's going to understand that you can't take people all the way all the time. It's Jordan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But Tori doesn't want to. Like she wants to prove that she's got his back. I think I think Loki Tori is 
trying to prove herself as one of the best to ever play the challenge as far as women. And she is trying to will a lot of things into place. Instead of just letting it happen naturally. Exactly. And as much as I'm starting to kind of get over her and the Jordan storyline right now, because we've just had it for back to back seasons. Yeah. Yeah. I... I don't know. I just, I need something else, something to change. That's, you need them to get back together. That's just all you need. It's, it's either that, or they just have to have the understanding that they're not getting back together and that they just have each other's back. They're really good friends, something, but this, there's something that's not, I don't know. It's just not working for me. Yeah. Well, it takes two, it takes two people to make that decision. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Two people to, to cut that. And and I'm not one of those two people, so it doesn't matter <laughs> what the fuck I think. So it, it is what it is. And that's that's the thing, too, is like I feel um, when I'm watching this season, I feel almost disingenuous as a big as big of a fan of Tori and Jordan as I am, because I don't feel like I'm giving them the necessary praise for playing the game. But I I'm also I'm not seeing the same gameplay that I'm used to seeing from them. And like, I'm watching the episode once a week on Wednesdays, and then I'm listening to like Tori's podcast, and then Jordan's guesting on the podcast, and I'm like, these are the people that I absolutely yeah. fucking adore. And then I get to another episode, and I'm like, why don't I feel the same way in this 42 minutes that I felt in those 28 minutes, or however long that episode was? And it's it's really hard because I do like genuinely really like both of them, and there's a disconnect, and I it's. They're just playing the I love you more. No, I love you more game. That's just what it feels like at this point. Well, I, I, yeah, it's just like at some point you got to understand, like they're always going to be each other's number ones, even if they're not together one way or the other. And like, yeah, I think if they just had it goes back to what we said, you know, six episodes ago, you know, if Danny and Tori just had the conversation of like, look, Sarah's your number one. Jordan's my number one. That's well, it seems like they the, have. She just yeah. can't choose between Jordan or Casey, and that's Danny's <laughs> issue. Yeah. And again, you know, like, yeah, anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, it, we're going to keep rehashing the same subject. Yeah, so after the scene of Tori and... Yeah. Uh, of Tori and Danny, um, we get the... We get the scene of Kaz and Theo are sitting outside talking, and Jordan is sitting a couple of, uh, you know, lawn chair benches away. Um, and Kaz and Jordan kind of start to talk and Jordan pretty much just tells her not pretty much. He literally just tells her we're going in. Um, obviously, she's like she's taken aback by this. She's <laughs> like, I don't want to volunteer. Like if somebody's going to say my name, then let them say my name. But like, I'm not going to just like volunteer for for somebody else. And she's like, you know, we're a team. We work together. And, you know, Jordan throws a dig in at her and he's like, do we? I'm just like, oh, Which don't be a, don't be a dick, Jordan. Like, so, what the hell? So was it just me or is just everything about this conversation kind of like revealing that maybe they're nowhere near the type of close partners that we've kind of thought throughout the season or what's I, been portrayed? No, I think I don't know. I forgot I, to edit it well, because think about it. Like he's sitting way fucking far away and she's right next to Theo, her ex. Right. And during half this fucking this edit that we see she's looking at theo and talking directly to theo but jordan's answering and unless the edit's really fucking weird it's just 
they're fucked if this is like how they interact. Like, I mean, to me, I think this, I think it's just end of the end of the game pressure. Like, I don't think this is like something that's been going on the whole time. Just kind of watching the evolution of their confessionals together and stuff like, you know, starting with the last the last few episodes leading into this one, you know, they're getting down to the end of the game and the pressure's on and it's becoming harder to not say your friend's name. And now Jordan's put in the in a position that he didn't want to be put in. And, you know, again, we've talked about this so many times, no matter how much you don't want to say your friend's name, eventually you are going to have to say your friend's name. And this is that time. And, you know, and so he's going kind of through the same things that Tori's going through. But Jordan reacts differently. You know, Tori gets yeah. you know upset and goes and has a cry session. And Jordan fucking flips out on his partner. You know what I mean? Like, it's just they have different ways of, of reacting. But I think Jordan is kind of going through the motions as well of accepting that, like, he is going to have to either say Tori's name or Casey's name. And. You know, you can obviously see him trying to fight that here with, you know, trying to force himself and Kaz to volunteer for the elimination. But yeah, I don't think it's been like a like Jordan's always with I I viewed the (laughs) Jordan Kaz thing as kind of like a longer running Mariah Fessy from 38. Right. Where it it just took time for that side of his character to show through and now she's seeing it and she's like hold the fucking phone but i mean if you listen to what they really say like he basically goes i'm gonna take a line from you which is i'm not in the right mind frame to talk about this so i'm gonna come back later and he said it in such a condescending condescending. tone that it it implies that she said it to him numerous times it's like built up aggression that's what i'm saying is they've been arguing for the last few episodes ever since like they won and they had the chance to send in you know Tori and Dan, like and he completely overrode her on that and even like the one before it was starting to get shaky so I'm not saying that, like, I'm just saying I don't think it goes back to day one. It's just been within the last, like, couple of weeks. I'm just saying I don't think they're as good as partners as they have been put forth as far as working together. He's starting to get in the final mindset. He did it with Anissa, too. Yeah. Can you think of a partner that Jordan had that he didn't take control over? Yeah. That he didn't, Uh, like, kind of dismiss their opinions. That's what I'm saying. I was going to, this whole conversation annoyed me because I have, I like Tori so much that I still think of Jordan as like her, her ex partner. And I'm like, man, I couldn't have a conversation like this with him. If this was in a relationship, because he's totally just dismissing Kaz's opinion for anything like, Nope, my way or the highway. And that's it. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's just I, I feel like this term gets used way too much, but I feel like it fits for the situation. It is toxic masculinity. Like my way is right. What I say goes. Yeah. And it's just he completely dismissed her. And I love Jordan. I think he's a great competitor, but he has to work on things. Everybody has to work on things. But yeah, that was mm-hmm. just yeah. toxic masculinity. That's like, oh, no, we're going in. Whatever you say doesn't matter. That's just what we're doing. And it was just, it was a bad look for Jordan. I agree. It, it really was. And, and look, like, I don't think there is any excuse and I can't make any excuses for it. And I don't want to. I think this would have been a better situation for them to have a conversation in a more neutral setting. Yes. And alone. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Have that conversation alone and maybe even without the cameras there, which is kind of like what we do when we break for ads for Spotify. 
<laughs> oh my God. Hey everyone, thank you so much for sticking through that ad. Um, so where we left off was the house situation where everybody was talking what they're gonna do in, in going into nominations, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into nominations and find out what they decide to do. <laughs> there you go. There, there's your intro, ladies and gents. That and everybody else. Different. Don't spend it all in one place. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you uh, fucking tipped your waitresses. Oh we'll be back God. tomorrow too. Try the veal. No, no, don't. don't do that. I don't know where we're going with that. Anyway, it, but we're definitely not going to Olive Gardens, but we're going to oh go God. to the noms right now. So, you know, we get into this and it starts off with Tori and Danny and Tori's still <laughs> trying to talk Danny into volunteering. <laughs> and Danny goes, Danny's response. I still feel exactly <laughs> how I felt when we talked about this right before we came into nominations. Which the is way no. that he just like punctuated it with just like the hand on the table and yeah. just like we've had this conversation. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. It was several seconds ago. <laughs> My opinion has not changed. I don't want to go in. Oh, we was, didn't lose. It was so perfect. <laughs> the, oh my god! <laughs> the only thing that would have made it better is if he did it like as a Doctor Evil impression. Like, how about no? You know? <laughs> Just saying, like Danny's and, delivery is great. It was fucking impeccable. Yeah, I I really like Danny a lot. Oh, I want to see him. Oh, do it, little man. Do it. Just go buddy. with you. Go Falcons. Oh go Falcons. <laughs> oh my god. Um, oh. I really like Danny's game. I enjoy what he's doing in this season with the Legends, and it makes yep. me want to see him on the flagship. Same. I, I think it would be a smart move on MTV's, you know, part, but that would mean that they would actually do other smart things like bring Jenny West back. Mm, yeah. So that's another story. That's but, been proven to not I mean, be true. They're, they're halfway there. They bring whoa, up whoa, halfway. I'm oh sorry. My God. <laughs> um, that's my way of transitioning us back into the conversation. Boom. About. What they decide to do is that they're just going to split the votes and cause a stalemate. And that seems like the most amicable thing that they could do at this point. And just leave it up <laughs> to yes and Emily. Yeah. I guess. Like, well, like Sarah's not fucking opposed to <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, she don't give a shit. <laughs> That's, she's like, right to go good. back up those stairs. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things where they're just like, we're all going to shoot at each other. So why don't we just not? Yeah. Like, cool. Let's just hope that TJ is cool with that plan. Well, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, the last time they did this, he was like, don't let it happen again, you know? And so I was like, ooh, you guys are taking a risk here. Like, all right. Yeah. When he said that, it just kind of made me think, I don't, all the editing and the foreshadowing and all the stuff this season, I'm like, hmm, so they're going to do this again. But I expected something to be different. Like, don't do it again. I'm going to change the rule or don't do it again. Yeah. It's going to be worse this time. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like wheel out the dagger pole and just be like, here you go. Luck of the draw. Well, really quick before we move on to the elimination, yeah. I want to get your guys' thoughts on this deal that Jordan and Kaz made with Emily and yes. So Jordan yeah. and Kaz promise Emily and yes, that if a stalemate is caused and they don't choose Jordan and Kaz, that Jordan and Kaz will purposely lose the next daily 
they won't win it on purpose. And Jordan says, mm. you know, if we get there first, we will literally stop before the and finish line and sit down until we come in second or whatever. So I, I don't know. I was just kind of curious what you guys thought about that deal. I, I think they're going to because the only thing that separates the legends and the MVPs is honor. <laughs> I'm going to be real quick and I say if it was me, I would hold up that deal about as well as Sarah and Danny are going to hold up that deal about putting Emily and yes in. <laughs> Just saying, yeah. I want to be strategic. Yeah. The, the deal the deal only has to last through a day. Let's be real. Yeah, this deal kind of reminded me of something Devin would do. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. The one day yes. deals. Yeah. Now, this season of Survivor, they do the rice thing where they like they have to however many people step forward to not compete for rice and they weren't getting the numbers that they wanted because it's three, three and three and nobody really like nobody trusted anybody else to not just vote them out. So Danny, who's one of the guys on that season was like scouts honor. If you guys step forward, we won't vote you out. Everybody agrees. They go to tribal. Jeff asks about it. Danny's like, I wasn't in scouts. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus. <laughs> And then the guy who left left after his torch got snuffed turned around and said, "Enjoy the rice, you bitches." <laughs> Getting back to your question, though, like as far as with Jordan and Kaz, I think the more important thing is what Jordan said after they showed the deal, which is the fact that him and Kaz had that conversation. No matter what's best or what he wants to do, as far as his ego and everything else, that. Kaz is the most important person in his game because it's his partner. Right. And they have right to now. work together. Yeah, right now. But I I still think that it just means I'm not going to put us in for Tory, but I'm also not going to vote for Tory. Is kind of how you I tried read that situation. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. That's how I kind of viewed it, but I thought that was a yeah. more important kind of relevate or revelation. Jesus. Right about the the conversation they had and the the change in the dynamic of the partnership from 30 seconds before that well in the edit but yes <laughs> yeah well. can i ask a question that maybe i'm the only one who noticed it no and if so i'll just shut up no i'm just um, kidding okay. <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> was jordan's hair fuzzier in the confessionals like did his hair grow like it seemed it seemed like he had longer hair in the confessionals from this week than he did in the actual game. I don't know. I, really honestly, confusing. I didn't even notice. I I paid more attention to Kaz walking out than anything. So yeah. just yeah. to be honest, yeah. yeah. Don't they do some confessionals after the season? Huh? I believe so. Yeah, because you know if you think about it, a lot of the confessionals from Jordan in Total Madness um, was filmed when he had the sling on. You yeah, know what I mean, so mm -hmm. right there is quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's noms, right? you know, pretty quick, pretty <laughs> quick and simple. You know, it, it's it's kind of consistent to know what's going to happen in every nomination ceremony every now and then, which is that Tori's going to try to vote herself in. Danny's going to say no. And then every once in a while, we're just going to get a stalemate. Like, it just feels like it's <laughs> just keep keep doing it. So I have a question. Yeah. If they get two votes. How come they're not splitting it to where one person votes however they want and the other teammate votes however they want? Yeah. Because that exactly. makes sense. No one has ever done that this whole time. And I don't understand why. I just don't. 
maybe there's a rule that you can't do that. We just never heard it. <laughs> I, I wouldn't imagine no how. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine how they would even regulate a rule like that. You know, like it just. Yeah, I don't get why. Especially for these partnerships where they can't agree, like Tori and Danny. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you pick one person, I pick one person. Moving on. You yeah. know, so like we burn their votes on their number ones. It'd be like Danny votes for Jordan, Tori votes for Sarah. Exactly. Next. That's yeah. Yeah, they did. They didn't plan after Kellyanne and Tristan left. They didn't know. <laughs> no, and, and yeah. I didn't either. I got mad at them for picking Kellyanne and Tristan all last episode before yeah. I realized they were the only ones to pick. <laughs> yeah, it, it it is kind of odd to be at season or not season, but episode twelve and be like, oh, we've got the final and or like what yeah. episode ten and we've got the final in like probably two episodes. Yeah, you exactly. know what I mean. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it, the season's going by quick. I'm used to like 38 episodes, you yeah. know, with like fucking <laughs> it lasts three, like 24 weeks. Yeah, plus the fucking three fucking reunion specials that they do, and it's just like fuck. <laughs> and a five episode overlap with the next season. Yes. Yeah. I'm just glad they quit the cliffhangers. Yeah. Like, oh, here's a daily. Next episode, you get the Dude, elimination. I'm hoping we don't get one next week based on what I saw on the We're next time on yeah. Knock on Wood. Yeah, because yeah, you're, you're going to blame me now for that. Yeah, because <laughs> you said it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm going to stay strong to the we're millennials. We're used to it. We can get through it. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. What was your y'all recap? Y'all recaps then was like, hey, here's a daily 45 minutes. Thanks, guys, for joining us. <laughs> that's why we didn't that's part of the reason yeah that's why we didn't yeah recap part of it this is like nothing hey, to talk about what, remember what happened last week don't worry we'll show you <laughs> here's the daily we'll show you that yeah next week on the challenge exactly <laughs> anyway yeah but i mean after nominations it goes right into the elimination and you know, so everybody gets down there and, you know, like we were talking about before, TJ does absolutely nothing about this second stalemate. Like I told you not to get a stalemate again. You know what's going to happen? Crickets. Nothing. Yeah, I'm not what mad. The fuck? I'm disappointed. It, it, it reminded me of the it reminded me of the uh, what was it? I, I can't remember if it was double agents or spies lies where none of the guys competed and he was like. I'm going to punish you and take all yeah. your votes away. And then it changed nothing. And there was no actual punishment from that because nothing was affected. Like, it's just, I, I hate how they like build up these, like these moments. And then it just becomes like these empty threats. And I was really I hoping that one. I was really hoping that he would change it up and be like, you know what? I told you guys not to get a second stalemate. So now, Darrell Kiki, you have your pick of anyone you want other yep. than the people that are safe. And switch it up. Get How it funny would it be if one time TJ was just like, I told you not to do it. Now I'm picking the team. That's right. Right. Yeah. That would never happen, but that would be funny. If, if TJ was like, I told you not to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You two, get down here. Now it's random yeah. and he rolls a dice or something, yeah. you know, like one of those big foam dices with everybody's name on it. And so like, I could totally see them doing something like that. He just starts I'm thinking of a number between one and ten. <laughs> I, I told you guys not to do this. Starts taking off his belt. <laughs> How many fingers do I have behind my back? <laughs> He's like, Emily, yes, this is your fault. Get down here. I don't care. Since you guys couldn't choose, I brought in mercenaries. <laughs> oh my God. But 
anyway, uh, Emily, you and- let me down. By the way, I'm sorry. Me? Yeah. Why? Well, no, you didn't let me down. I let myself down, <laughs> but you didn't. You didn't hold it down for me, which was there's no percentages on the the final or the elimination. Elimination. Oh, <laughs> there wasn't. I didn't even notice. No, I, I'm sure there was. I'm just there's none in our notes. Oh, I'm so sorry. Mass skills. Ten percent. Well, that's what you get well, for making me take all the notes that's and just true. sitting there and being be just watching. being a lazy piece of shit. <laughs> it's what I do best. That's what being a Falcons fan is. If there was percentages, there needs to be some sort of percentage added into whatever it takes, whatever science term it takes to get the right amount of pressure to knock down a wall. Right. Oh my that was God. amazing. The buildup so and great. the follow through on that was fantastic 45 percent pendulum (laughs) (laughs) anyway um so emily and yes a shocker shocker they end up choosing troy and casey to go into the elimination against Darrell and kiki as if everybody didn't already know that australia on australia prime you would have never voted australia never Never. That was ridiculous. Even the re like when they showed it again, I was like, Yeah, you did. You did. You yeah. somebody else to do it. Yeah, you literally took the first like the first shot. Like you planned that whole thing out. What are you talking about? <laughs> Look, I I'm gonna find it really fitting if they if she doesn't win it now. Oh Just because of all the shit yeah. she's done to like her quote unquote Australian stuff. castmates mm-hmm. and not kind of played an open game. Yep. But with that being said, she's doing what she thinks is best for her game. And it's I don't know. I don't think you can't fault it. I don't know if Sarah feels the same way about Emily as Emily does Sarah. Mm-hmm. I could be completely yeah. wrong, but that's just how I'm reading the situation. And th- sorry. And I know like I was like fumbly earlier and I couldn't really get out my thoughts. But now that you say that, like that was kind of what I was trying to say is like, I wonder for Sarah if it came down to it and she had to choose between Emily or Danny. She's choosing Danny. I feel like Danny. she would choose Danny, right? And I feel like between yeah. the two, Danny would choose Sarah. But I feel like for Emily, she would choose she Sarah. Would choose Sarah. Not da- you know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it's interesting, that whole dynamic there. Anyway, sorry. They just reminded me, like, because I never really closed that loop of my thoughts because it was. Just- <laughs> Full <But> in- <laughs> circle. Because we got heated. So anyway, uh, this elimination is called Breakthrough. On to the other side. We're doing karaoke tonight, guys. And, uh, <laughs> um, Don't tempt me with karaoke. I've got a whole list. Oh, we're starting <laughs> off with Bon Jovi living on a prayer. That's what's oh, happening yeah. here. All right. Wrong. I mean, at the very least, we're halfway there. Yeah, very nice. Oh, oh goddamn! Tony's definitely MVP, bro. <laughs> yeah, Tony's fucking Mel, killing it. Male and female. Yeah. Just taking a boat, dude. <laughs> Corey's Corey's been gone a few weeks on that sabbatical, and Tony's the funniest guy he's ever heard. Right? <laughs> he's been living in a vacuum. I feel like that's highly discrediting Tony's jokes. Like, I've <laughs> jokes in this whole time. Well, I mean, maybe it's because I'm hive mind. I'm hearing them, like, twice real time. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, that, yeah, it's the hive mindness. Anyway, so for the elimination, uh, they have to swing on a rope through this, like, big brick wall that has, like, an, a math equation written on the back of it. So once they swing through, they got to rebuild it so that they can see the equation, solve it, which will then unlock another rope that they have to then swing through a second wall and then race to a box, get puzzle pieces out, and then the first one to complete the puzzle wins. Tony will enjoy this. The, the elimination felt very Survivor-esque. 
Yeah, it did kind of feel yeah like a survivor type game. So Troy and Casey end up knocking down like more of the first wall than Darrell and Kiki. Like Darrell and Kiki were very like strategic with how they swung through there. They tried to keep their legs up high and not knock, not knock down a a bunch of their wall at first. Wow. That was really hard to say. It it sounded like you were reading Fox and socks. (laughs) (laughs) I legitimately thought the point was you bust down this whole wall and then rebuild it. But Mm. it was like, no, you just knock down a bit and then put it back enough to get through. Yeah. And even yeah. though like it felt like Kiki and Darrell had the right like idea, which was go to the front and build it up from the logo because it'd be easier than numbers yeah. and empty bricks. Mm-hmm. But they definitely got caught up in the math. Hard. Oh, man. Darrell hard. forgetting to do the bottom portion. <laughs> the confessional with the fucking math problems flying by his head. Oh, my God. I was like, no friggin way. Like it, she's like, he forgot to subtract the whatever. I don't even remember what the numbers were, but 549. There you go. Um, But man, that was just. uh, You just got to tri- <laughs> you got to do it times 10 and then triple that. Sheesh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> order of operations. They don't do they don't do PEMDAS in the challenge. They never have. No, they don't. Which I mean, when do you ever actually use PEMDAS? I don't even know. Every day on the challenge. It was very important to me. I use it every day. I would never be able to be on the challenge because I cannot do math. Yeah. I'm, me either. I'm yeah. useless. I don't have math. to use I, it every day too. So like, it, I downloaded an app. Just in case we get the call to be on like the challenge fandom <laughs> podcast team, yeah. I, Duolingo has a math app, so I downloaded it and I've been doing them to improve <laughs> awesome. my math skills. Stats Sweet. and info, two people, <laughs> boom. Yeah. So anyway, Casey and Troy end up, you know, um, <laughs> obviously <laughs> getting their first wall reconstructed, solving their math equation, and then they unlock that second rope, and Troy gets up there and he's ready to just like bust through this wall just like hulking right yeah just ninja warrior right through this wall and this scene was so perfectly edited it was so perfectly like just Mm. it was just incredible the way that he hit that wall and just like everything came to a dead stop i forget who it was in the crowd but they're just like oh (laughs) i was like oh fuck (laughs) what's even better was after i think it was casey when casey went all you hear is Emily, who tested this? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then it just cuts to TJ laughing. Yeah. Fucking great. I hey. noticed that. TJ thought it was funny. <laughs> so yeah. what what did you guys like? Uh, all the little funny stuff aside, what did you guys think of the actual elimination? I actually liked it. It was entertaining. I thought and it was cool. Yeah. yeah. I liked the bait and switch where I 100% thought Troy was going through that wall. And <laughs> then he didn't. And then I was like, oh, shit. Did he do it wrong? And then Casey did the same thing. And it's like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> and then Troy hit the wall a little bit better. And Casey's like, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me. I saw of, a move. Yeah. It reminded me of uh, the older eliminations that were a little bit more just kind of like mm. backyardish. And yeah. that's what this kind of felt like. Yeah. Yeah. Silly. yeah, yeah. That's what, yeah. And and I enjoyed it. It was a nice twist because usually when you get down to the end of the season, like this is when we would have a pole wrestle. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Or or like a oh ball. Oh my god! Center. I'm so glad Darrell did not end up in a pole wrestle. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, because he would have killed it. You didn't want. Well, Darrell to I just win. feel bad for him. Like I just I wouldn't want anybody to to hurt him. You know. 
I don't know, actually, like if protect we think about it. Protect him at all it, costs. Like, because it still would have been Casey and Troy. Like, I don't know, Darrell? Okay, well, know. in this situation, yes. But You remember but when Troy... Darrell did Zach in a pole wrestle? Darrell did Zach like he was nothing. I, I think it would be more like how CT and Big T went against uh, Cam and Kyle. Right. Where he knew Big T was just never going to beat Cam. Cam. And Kiki's just not going to beat uh, Casey yeah, in this, well, I yeah. think. In my opinion. She, she beat what's-her-face in the beginning with the pole wrestle with her split move. Claudia, Claudia is very oh, different. Yeah, I remember that. Wes made a comment about that. Claudia is very different than Casey. Yeah, that's true. I didn't mean what's-her-face. I just forgot her name. Claudia. That's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, stats and info. Hive mind. <laughs> Thanks for picking up the slack. No, yeah, well, it's my turn to use the brain. Oh my um, god! So <laughs> that joke never gets old. I love it so much. No, it doesn't. <laughs> um, but yeah. So what? Like on the third attempt, which was Troy's second attempt. Yeah, he, he smashes through he that smashes, wall. He creates like a really small hole that somehow he fits through. And I was like, he is gonna cut the shit out of his body. And I was like, oh, it's drywall, not wood. We're yeah, good. We're good. Yeah, we're good. So, <laughs> and then Casey smashed I like how he was like punching the wall on the other side to try <laughs> to make it bigger. Yeah. yeah, it was. <laughs> I like them together. They work well together. I like their yeah. partnership. Um, he seems to get a lot out of it. Brings her personality yeah. out, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. I like them. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they get through that wall and, and, you know, get their puzzle pieces. And it's pretty quick. Like, they get their puzzle together. And, uh, you know, they end up winning this elimination before Darrell and Kiki are even able to fully complete the math equation on the first wall so yeah. they absolutely smash this elimination and you know get to stay in the game and move forward but one thing i did want to point out is like again i absolutely i absolutely love kiki i am like totally in the kiki fan club yeah i she has so much class like the way that she was you know treated on the season and you know all of that like and not treated but i mean like just constantly having to be like a target because of her relationship yeah you know, quote unquote, the relationship that she had with Emily from Australia and all of that. And Emily being part of the bigger alliance in the house and all of that, you know, and she's still like, she just left with class. And I just, I, I love her and I'm going to, I'm going to miss Me them. Too. I'm going to miss Darrell, you know, his confessionals and stuff like that. I am glad that they made it this far, yeah. but I was really hoping that they would make it to that final and be able to run it together. Cause I think they would have done really well. Agreed. I already missed them next week. Yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> well, and look, like I've been really thinking about this. Like, if on season thirty nine, there's like a selection of people from World Championship. Like, mm -hmm. I definitely yeah. want like Kiki and Troy to be a part of that selection. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, I really enjoy them a lot. Throw Zara in there. Yeah, and Kaz. Yeah. I like Kaz too. And Kaz. I want to. I want to see Grant too, but I don't want to be attacked by uh, the people <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah, I mean, I like, want to see Grant as a competitor. As yeah. a competitor, nothing else. <laughs> Look okay, like we're, we're really trying to do our research and not be myopic for you guys tonight. Oh my God. So, um, I would like to see Nathan get a chance to play the challenge. Yeah, like, Nathan. Proper. Yeah. I kind of forgot about him. Yeah. I feel the same way about Nam. Oh. Yeah. Wait, who's Nathan? He was the guy that got a, a DQ'd on DQ'd, the first episode. Yeah. Medically separated. From UK. Yeah. Oh, UK. Yeah, sounds like he lost a limb, but yeah, really caught the the Rona. He couldn't, he couldn't adapt to American <laughs> in South Africa, <laughs> right? <laughs> in South Africa, 
Um, but yeah, I mean, that was that was pretty much it for the episode. Um, we got the next week on, uh, you know, we see a little bit of a heated discussion between Jordan and Tori where. Sorry, go ahead. I'm just saying Jordan's <laughs> I, I can tell from the fucking edit of it. Jordan's bringing facts. He's telling Tori the same shit he told her in Rider Dies. Yeah, exactly. You know, and she's not going to take it well, but then she'll be fine like a couple days later. Yeah, but it does look interesting. Um, they did hype it up a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, and then, you know, we see we have another water challenge again. So <laughs> poor Theo. That's going to be interesting. Poor um, yes. He's going to get dragged the whole time. <laughs> But it doesn't, I don't know. Obviously, we'll see what it is, but it looked like because like there was like they were over water, but they were like climbing on something. Like, I don't know. It's gonna be something more involved than just like swimming. Um, so we'll see what happens. But the the most important part of this is that the winner of next week's daily will go straight to the final. And then we get a little clip of um, you know, TJ standing there at what seems to be the end of an elimination, and he pretty much says, you know, well, we're gonna start the final right now. So there's that. And I also just want to point out that even though it wasn't in the next time on, it is very clearly that hall brawl next week for the elimination because we have yet to see that. And we saw it all through the season premieres. So we got a hall brawl to end the season right right before the final. And I am fucking stoked because we have stacked teams left. So pretty much like anybody who ends up losing next week and going in it, like it's going to be a good elimination. So I'm super excited. I got, I just wonder how they're going to do that with the guys and the girls. Like, cause yeah, quite a few of these girls are really evenly matched for a hall brawl. Yeah. And same with some of the guys outside of Tony or outside of Danny. Sorry. Thanks. You know, Tony, <laughs> Tony Jesus Christ. Jesus. Oh my God. Sorry. No, outside of Danny. I mean, I don't yeah, think doing my math, man. Come on. Stats and info. Fuck. That's what I'm saying. Or like, would it, would it come down to Tori and Emily, you know, or like even Tony and Sarah, like that gives us Theo and man. you keep saying Tony, Fuck. me and my wife, we're going into a hall brawl now. <laughs> Maybe that's how we should start handling things. You guys things. have a good one. I'm resigning. Even <laughs> like, even, like, what if it ended up being like Sarah Theo, Emily, yes. Like that would be, yeah. you know, crazy on the girl's side. But, you know, I don't know. Like, it's hard with Troy because he's such a fucking beast. So it's hard to even say. Like, Tony, yeah. Tony's wife's going to be walking to the kitchen and he's just going to truck stick her. <laughs> get, ready, like how get, fucking... ready, get ready, babe. If anyone yeah. knows what to do. It's Tony's wife. She'll be ready. I, I feel like she watches the challenge yeah. enough to be like, oh, this is a hall brawl and I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> I got this shit. First one to touch the microwave fucking wins. Get that ding. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, it'd probably be like kind of how CT was talking about, like taking TJ off the side of the cliff in a hall brawl. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just have this mental image of like Theo versus Troy and then running. And as soon as they get to the middle, Troy just like jumps up and over him. And just like hits the bell on the other side. I I don't know. Theo's pretty damn tall. He'd probably be better trying to go underneath and go in between his legs. <laughs> I feel like Theo could just hurdle two. him. Yeah. My question is like, what's going to be the best guys matchup? I feel like almost like it's Danny and Theo. Yeah, it's got to be like or Danny, Danny Theo, and or yeah. No, I would. Dang. I don't know. I don't want to see. I Danny's- don't know, but I feel like just the whole the way like Danny wasn't on Jordan's side for the whole thing, it'd be kind of cool to see them go against each other. 
Yeah. But there goes, like, I'm sorry, if Danny and Jordan go into a hall brawl, like, I just feel like Jordan's going home. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. it doesn't matter how well, Kaz does. I also fully believe that Tori would also win in a hall brawl against Yeah, him. I do too. Yeah. I, I, I honestly, the, I think, like, Jordan Theo would be, like, ooh. I guess the most evenly yeah. best, other than, like, the height, but as far as, you know what I mean, like, Jordan, yeah. yes. Jor- oh, Jordan, yes. Or Troy and Troy and yes. Troy, yes. Man, that would be if that was Troy and yes, then that would be Casey and Emily. I think Sarah Emily would be a fucking phenomenal hall brawl. I think Tori Sarah Tori Emily would be a hell of a hall mm-hmm. brawl. Yeah, I think Jordan. Yes. Even Tori Casey, like Troy, yes. pretty much any of the girls would would be really yeah, good matchups. Yeah. It's it's the guys that it's going to depend on, like the difference between like Danny and like yes or Troy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think overall the most evenly matched teams would be Troy, Casey, Emily. Yes. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. That'd yeah, be a- that would be fair. Mm-hmm. I feel like Casey would fuck Emily up in a hall brawl personally. Yeah. yeah. Just because of her football experience. And I feel like Troy. Yes, is it'd be coin toss. Yeah. Coin, coin flip. Yeah, yeah it'd be yeah, a I mean, really interesting one. It, what I absolutely don't want to see is like. Troy versus Danny. Oh yeah, no. no. I no. do not want to see that at I all. I don't want to see that. I don't, I don't want to see Danny lose. <laughs> oh. Ouch. Just, I'm telling on you. No. <laughs> I ain't Conrad, bro. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Look like I I give all props to Troy, but I just feel like that's a no-win problem. I think almost nobody him. in that house has beaten Danny say, in a hall brawl. Yeah, nobody beats Danny. Yeah. The, the only person I really want to see Danny go against is Fessy. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Like, That'd there's no one else I, I would really want to see. Yeah. But no sand in the hall, bro. And spikes on their fucking Honestly, shoulder pads like, like the guys from the WWF. <laughs> I'm really interested to Murder see. Ball. I'm really interested to see if it is going to be Danny, though, because like I remember when we interviewed with him. Um, If you guys haven't heard that, we'll link it down below. But I remember when we did our unplugged with him and we had told him you were you made a joke about you know, him being in a hall brawl and how you, you know, wanted to see it with Fessy, whatever. And he had talked about how that was like the one elimination that he does not want at all. Yep. Um, yeah. And so, you know, so I'm curious to see like if he ends up in there um, just like coincidentally, you know what I mean? Shit happens, I guess. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty excited for next episode. And yeah, we're we're coming up on the end of the season pretty quick here weird to only be like you said earlier only be like 12 episodes in but that's where we're sitting it's gonna it's just gone by so fast hopefully we get like yeah. a month off before the new season starts that'd be, honestly that'd be great i but would love i would love it but we might because we still don't even have a release date for for all stars four yet that'll be the next one that comes we still don't have a, an official release date yet to my knowledge and maybe they'll drop it next week but i don't know like they usually put it out like you know, three to four weeks ahead of time. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Don't lose hope guys. We might get a little bit of a break maybe. And by break, we mean we're just going to have discussion threads. Maybe they'll do it like Cloverfield with the Super Bowl, where it was like the Cloverfield movie will be on Netflix as soon as the Super Bowl's over while we're watching the challenge world's final. They're just <laughs> like, by the way, Allstars 4 comes out as soon as you finish watching this. You have to finish watching World Final 
in order to unlock the first episode of All Stars. <laughs> well, I mean, well done, but you know, right? <laughs> I'm not gonna say no. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just glad hitting the control button doesn't do anything to this meeting because my kid's been spamming it for about five like, minutes straight. <laughs> That's awesome. As long as he doesn't do Control and Z, you're good. Control all delete. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Did you guys want to do MVPs? Yeah. yeah. Um, sure. Alexis, why don't you give us your MVPs? Okay, well, earlier I said my MVP was Kaz for humbling Jordan a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it just happened at the perfect moment where he needed to just, like, come down, like, one step. Um, And my male MVP is honestly going to go to Jordan, even though he made that mistake. I feel like his thought process behind, like, I'm going to keep my eyes on Emily and I'm going to stay as close as I can to her like that push. I feel like it kind of drove them to be that close. It just wasn't his, it wasn't his daily to win. I like it. Corey, who, who you got for MVPs outside of Tony? Uh, well, good thing you said that. Cause it was Tony for sure. No, well, <laughs> it, well, it was a foregone con- conclusion, but whatever. My female MVP <laughs> is Emily for being an Olympic swimmer. And um, look, my I was just going to say my male MVP, it's kind of like those couple of people I had on Mount Rushmore. They're not fully deserving, but this is going to go to Darrell because I love Darrell and I don't know how many more chances I'll get to give Darrell MVP. I like and it. yeah, I just I just love him. He takes everything on the chin. He doesn't complain. And even though he botched the elimination for forgetting that one thing, I just I just love Darrell. So I'm just going to give Damn, you can, y'all can't stop me. There's no can't stop you. No, I yeah. love it. Honestly, I really do because I'm gonna say, you know, my runners up is like Your runners and, up. Yeah, like runners up to like oh, oh to okay. like MVP. Okay, okay, I'm like sorry, second place. There we go. There we go. Um, like would be mentioned. Yeah, uh, would go to yes and Emily and fucking Troy and Casey, but really it's Darrell and Kiki because I've enjoyed them both so much this season. And it was one of those where I'm like, I would love to see them partners indefinitely and just kind of see how that works out. Of course that'll never happen, but there you go. Nice. Nice. Tony. So runners up Troy and Casey for continuing to pull out elimination win after elimination win every time they get thrown in super Mm -hmm. impressive as well as Darrell. I'm not going to, I'm going to do this a little bit different. My legend is Kiki. I would say that throughout the duration of this season, she has solidified herself as someone to absolutely watch going forward. And I am officially on behalf of me, moving (laughs) her from MVP status to legend status. Sweet. I like it. I agree. Oh, my turn. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, anyway, yeah, so my MVPs, um, for my, my female MVP, I'm going to give to Emily just for absolutely beasting it in the water. And then my male MVP is going to go to Jordan for the exact same thing, even though he made a mistake, he absolutely beasted that daily. And then my honorable mention for MVP is going to go to Casey and Troy uh, you know, for just killing it in that elimination and, you know, just working really well together as a team. And then just a special shout out to Darrell and Kiki, because like you guys said, I'm really going to miss them. They were so much fun to watch. Uh, and I really hope that we see Kiki, ag- see Kiki again. Bingo. That's all I got. I love it. Well, shit, that's it. 
Yeah. I mean, does anybody have any like closing thoughts or anything else you want to add about the well, episode I have to or add something? Yeah. Because I kept telling my husband, I was like, oh, yeah, I got to mention that. But I forgot. So just with me watching the challenge, I've learned a lot about editing in production and how like it can look one way or you can kind of guess what's happening. And as soon as we were watching the episode for the first time, Sam was like, oh, they're showing Darrell's family. They don't show family unless they're going <laughs> home. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. That's my, a good my honorable mention would go to Darrell's kids because they, they kind of let me know what's going to happen on there. Right. Oh, that's shit. that's actually yeah. a good point, too, because they did that with the um, what was it? It was was it Jody and Ben Ha when they had like girlfriends they were and talking sons, about boy, their son's birthdays yeah. and birthdays. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, that's interesting. That's a good point. Look at that. Fucking catching that shit. Um, yeah. It's very statue info of you. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> Coming Take from that. over the mantle. Well, honestly, if I hive mine, actually, I can't even say that because I sure. hive mine oh. with with Rick and Karina on some stuff, but also I hive mine with Tony a lot. Well, there you go. I mean, I'll take if- it. You keep coming on. It might be Tony stats and Alexis info. So right. we'll see what there happens. Um, yeah. Cause stats would not be my forte. <laughs> you, don't, you don't hide my report at all. Okay. Whatever. Actually, Corey, I'm glad you brought this up. Um, no, she I doesn't. do have mind with you on some stuff. You have talked about some very Midwest things that I'm like, Oh yes, he gets Whoa. it. He gets it. I'm from the like South, Rickers girl. gas stations. I don't believe in the Midwest. Doesn't even exist in my mind. <laughs> wow. Shots fired. And that's why people don't like Saints fans. <laughs> don't talk about Corey's kid like that. <laughs> He's getting a fucking Falcons shirt. I'm sending him in every size. <laughs> I really enjoyed, you know, breaking this down with you guys, even yes. though it wasn't the best episode. Alexis, first of all, thank you for joining us again. We really enjoy having you on. And Karina was letting me know that you are now starting to do like custom koozies and cups. And I want to make sure we can let people know where they can find this and see some of your designs. And can you tell us a little bit more? Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for having me on again. I'm glad to make it for a second time. My page is right now. I've only got an Instagram, but it's mamas dot making it. I've just been making a bunch of stuff. I mean, all sorts of stuff. So heck yeah. Pretty much everything can be shipped. So let me know if you need anything made. Can you do like custom stuff? So if I came up to you and I was like, hey, I really want like a picture of Goku and the Falcons next to each other. Would you be able to to make that happen? Uh, yeah, we could probably make that happen. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Awesome. So, um, if you guys want to check out more, we will have it linked yeah. down below so you can reach out to Alexis and see if you guys can work something out. Once again, thank you for coming on and, and breaking this down with us. Hopefully you come back on for All Stars 4 whenever it premieres. Heck yeah. I would love to. I'm really excited for All Stars 4, actually. Heck yeah, me too. Yeah. It's such I'm a good I'm excited to task. see some, some people that we haven't seen for a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a plan when we're going to do that cast, cast review. The cast review, yeah. All right. Ooh, that'll be fun. I'm so excited. I forgot we did that. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have Malik back on real quick. I know, right? <laughs> Which means Karina's going to need four days to edit. <laughs> I fucking Every love those time episodes. On. <laughs> um, I got a shout out. I got a shout out. Shout out. Boom. So I have to shout out Samantha, who is one of our listeners. I 
Oh, yeah. She's one of our yes. fans, but it still feels weird to call people fans of us because we're a bunch of idiots that have microphones and headphones. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she recognized my voice from the podcast on a watch party and then oh my God. started to write in the chat, holy shit, it's Tony, and then was like, maybe I don't want to do that. So then she didn't. <laughs> and then she had posted to her stories that um, she was in the watch party and Rick recognized me despite the fact that I was like mostly scribbled over so that she didn't reveal anyone's identities other than the main people in the oh, watch party. Oh, is it Sammy? Yeah. yeah. Yay, I love Sammy you know, so much. Just to let you know, you know how I knew it was you. Be a goldfish. Yeah. Be a goldfish. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how I knew. I figured right it was either top. be a goldfish or stay loco yeah. because I was, I was scribbled over in the middle and I could see the be a goldfish and I could see the red hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was the be a goldfish. Yeah. Good. Recently, That's what I should you guys, be you guys <laughs> have mentioned something on a recent episode about someone saying that they had a hard time recognizing voices. Mm. I don't yeah. think so. No, I don't. I, I don't have a hard time recognizing anyone's voice. Does Tony sound like Zach? No. Um, <laughs> I don't think so. No. Do Thank I you. sound like Devin? No, I not to me. No, no. Yeah, cadence. Same. I could see it, but as far as you guys voice all notes, sound like yourselves to me. <laughs> Who does Corey sound like? <laughs> well, even Corey, I can I can tell his voice Joe too. Dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, is he still your MVP, Corey? <laughs> I see my my kid moving around. She's mute. up looking straight into the monitor. So <laughs> all right. I think she can hear me. Thanks so much for having me on. Um thank you. I would love to come back Absolutely. for all four sometime. Heck yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll We'd plan it out once totally. we once we uh you know when it starts and all that. So maybe one day cool. we'll flip it to a Saturday and we can record at a decent time. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, um Alexis, right. thank you so much for hopping on. You yeah. have a great night. Thanks. You too. Bye, See guys. Bye. Bye. Corey doesn't realize he's on mute yet, so yeah. that'll be fun when he figures that out. Yeah, we haven't heard anything from him for a while. No, it's like on the computer. You have to click the unmute on the meeting. Mm-hmm. There we go. Press control. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't press control. That doesn't do anything. <laughs> My damn kid, bro. <laughs> is Tony still your MVP, bro? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was great. Joe Dirt, Life's a Garden, you gotta dig it. Oh my god, god. that was I'm amazing. God, hey, dude. hey, Rick, I will just say tomorrow in my flag football league, we're playing the Falcons, so sorry about your luck. <laughs> oh, well, I hope you guys fucking lose 28-3. Well, look, I'll just say last week we zero, so I don't know what to tell you. Look, I will for, forego my fandom for the Falcons flag football league in Arizona and <laughs> root for you to win. My kid? Yeah, oh, I'm going to root for man, your kid. That's, that's honorable. Because yeah. it goes reversed. Nope. <laughs> Dude, well, my kids play flag football too, but we don't get to choose a team name. They're always on like the Patriots or the fucking. Yeah, yeah I'm on the Bills, bro. I didn't get to choose nothing. It's like the flaming triangles when they get to name it themselves. It's yeah. like, what is this? The fucking <laughs> Tropic Thunder? Um, yeah. I didn't know my kid muted me though. Man, he's a that kid there. Yeah. <laughs> he's like I was, I was flipping my switch back and forth. I have a switch on my headset. I was trying so hard. I was mm-hmm. like, no, I'm not muted. <laughs> That's funny. Oh shit. Well, guys, 
Sorry, really quick before you totally send us out. If you guys have not seen or heard it yet, we just released a three and a half hour interview with Horacio. It is so fucking fire. It is such a great episode, guys. Like fantastic. I I literally cannot get over how great of an episode this is. And I'm not even exaggerating. It is worth every single minute. And he is such an awesome guy. So I'm going to link it all down below, but make sure you guys go check that out if you haven't yet. And then, you know, if you're by some chance not following Horacio, go follow him, go show him some love. Um, and let's try to make sure that this dude gets called back again, because I'm Hell really yeah. interested to see what he could do with this whole challenge thing. Like real talk, it's 1108 on Friday, the Pacific time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure we're going to get off this and we're going to go release the episode because yes. it is now May 6th, which we plan for to the release. Yeah. Um, so once you guys get done listening to this, if you have not listened to Rossio, go back to the menu, pick the episode right before this. Yep. Listen to it. Let us know what you think. Um, if you get a chance, you know what you need to do. Go rate us five stars. If you're going to rate us anything less, I mean, you're, you're not a hater, but you kind of are. You kind of are. Kind of yeah, are. Kind of yeah. definition, yeah. We're awesome. And if you're going to write a review, that's awesome, too. We yes. appreciate that. You're extra awesome. Yeah. Um, if you have any concerns, though, or something you didn't agree with, um, hit us up on social media. Um, you can check out us on Twitter. We're rarely on there, but you can still hit us up. We'll <laughs> see the messages. Instagram. Or uh, join one of our Facebook groups. It's all fucking linked below. Message us on Facebook. Yeah, yeah whatever. On there. Um, don't don't message me on Facebook. I ain't gonna see I that shit. I meant the page. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. You, you can find us for the complaint department at Corey Viator on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say if you if you message Rick on Facebook, you might end up on the podcast. That's how I got here. You <laughs> might. If you so can fuck. Yeah. If you can fucking find me with a hot take in the group, right? You might get invited on. But with that being said. I don't want to give away all our secrets of how our special guests come on all the time and end up becoming full-time co-hosts. Right. Um, for myself, Ricky Hayes, my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes, Tony, Stats and Info, Lance, and then, of course, Corey, the Raging Cajun Viator, and Alexis. We want to thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Later. Deuce, deuce. Bye.